here. You can focus on other areas. You can work on your business, not in your business. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I think what you were saying about Sean Clark kind of being uncanny is right. Obviously, there's some differences there, but um, but yeah, I do think there are some similarities and we're in the second year of having our, you know, quote unquote hometown guy and you guys are going into your first year. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, the comparison and, and how it shakes out between the, the two of you. Welcome back. You're in the gold room. Presented by Will Strickland and Parker Stone. Well, well, well. How the mighty have fallen. RIP you Cajuns. Could, you could say uh, their hopes and dreams have gone down the toilet. Because their state is shaved like a toilet. And because I yeah. flushed on their life. Yeah, yeah, you did. You did. Rest you in peace to the Cajuns. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Will Strickland, App State Coneboy. I'm Parker Stone, the App State Cone Enforcer. Louisiana is down bad. Yeah. Astronomically, cataclysmically. Yeah. Well, and that's like, at first, like, they were like, you know what? We expected to lose Billy Napier. It was like a storybook ending for Yeah, him. like, we're, you know, he's taken us this far, back-to-back Sunbelt titles. A hero. And, yeah. King of Louisiana. Finally beat App State. Yes. Yes. Gets gets multiple wins against uh, his nemesis. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know what? He goes to Florida. Okay. All right. That's Great. fine. That's fine. We chomp on. That's fine. But you know what? We're going to keep most of our staff. We got, mm-hmm. We're hiring from internal. We're getting a guy promoted. A and the story. rest of our staff is going to stay on. Womp, 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 womp. Now, <laughs> all of their staff is leaving to go to Florida. Except for the head coach. <laughs> Except for their new head coach. And, uh, and maybe one other dude. All of their best players are now in the portal. Yeah. When we say that they're down bad, if you guys have not been following what's happening with the Cajun staff and roster... It's bad. Every day there's someone else that gets announced <laughs> that is in the portal or just got a job at Florida. For example, Louisiana had a freshman running back. I think he was like maybe Sunbelt Rookie of the Year. Sunbelt like Freshman that. of the Year, yeah. Freshman of the Year, like 800 yards, X amount of mm-hmm. touchdowns, transfer portal. Yep. Gone. Uh, his backup running back or the backup running back on there had like 654 rushing yards, six mm-hmm. TDs. He's in the portal. Gone, gone. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's, it's one bad. of their other players posted a, a like announcement, and it was like a super compressed image. Like whoever made that graphic for him, like made on Microsoft Paint. Well, and then there was one the other day that was like, uh, there's one Cajun player that was like, I'm you know I'm committed. Like I you can I love Louisiana. Like this is my home. Four days later, <laughs> four days later <laughs> enters the portal. <laughs> Everyone, I want to put this in perspective. You know, when we think about Satterfield, everyone has a positive connotation. I think Satterfield is a copy and paste of what happened in Napier. Coach comes in, builds this thing from the ground up, mm-hmm. so to speak, puts him on the map, wins some rings, wins some title, or a yeah. ring, a yeah. title for for Napier. Um, and then he gets a promotion, goes to Louisville, takes some staff, um, didn't really take any players. No. Uh, if any, I don't think any. Yeah. Uh, uh, no one of note. So least. Satterfield was similar because he'd been there forever. He earned his respect. He he has like a a, a positive 
connotation on campus. Yes. People like Satterfield. Yeah. I, he I know he has a positive legacy. Right. I know there's a minority of people that don't, but whatever. And then Drinkwitz comes in. Best season we've ever had. And then bounces after a year. Everyone hates him. Right? Drinkwitz could have done what Billy did to the Cajuns. And he didn't. Yeah, Drinkwitz didn't take anybody of no, like, no one, like... He took, uh, Roof, uh, T, T, what was his first name? Not the player. His dad? What was oh, his name? Ted uh, Roof? Ted Roof. Ted Roof, he took... No, Ted Roof didn't go to Missouri, did he? He went somewhere, but he didn't no, go to Missouri. No, they all went, they're separate ways. ways. They dispersed, because... Yeah. Where did Ted... Tony end? Peterson went to Illinois, and he's since got yes. fired, so R.I.P. to him. Uh... Ted Roof is now Oklahoma, and T.D. Roof has since transferred there, which sucks, but good luck to him. Um, but I, I just want to put that in perspective, everyone. You know, Drinkwitz leaving did suck. It, he, and that's where, like, uh, the fan reaction to Drinkwitz leaving was, like, we, I mean, at fans still are super anti-Drinkwitz, right. whatever. If, if he had taken half of what Billy has oh taken to God. Florida— App State, would, there would have been a riot. Like, they would have found his home and picketed. Like, we would have, like, voluntarily, like, uh, like gotten rid of that record. That, that yes. bowl win, that yeah, 13-1. Yeah, we, we would have vacated it, like, not for allegations, just for... Pettiness. Fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't do that. So, I'm not sitting here saying Drinkwitz is now a hero. Yeah, no, Drinkwitz had his own right? problems, own issues, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm still not big on it. I think App State is kind of loyal with its fan base in the sense that we do pride ourselves on loyalty. You know, being a small town, we do more with less than anyone else. So, Drinkwitz dipping after nine, ten months, yeah, that sucks. You know, he's not my favorite coach. But he did not destroy the no. program he left behind no he we picked up where we left off had a what nine win season the next year yeah i mean he gave clark the keys to right had all of our key players yeah everyone stayed basically the same team with different <laughs> coaching staff and now you look at the cajuns coming off 13 and one i mean kind of identical 13 and one yeah best season in history bowl win right yeah. didn't they even it was the new orleans bowl right didn't yeah, they beat that, marshall it was like literally our 2019. Yeah. <laughs> it really Steve was. Marshall in the New Orleans Bowl. And now they have the their current head coach is from within Napier's program, and now that dude is subtweeting Billy Napier on, on on Twitter, and and they're having this little back and forth drama stuff. The fan base is in is in ta- you know tattered and torn. Uh, players are leaving left and right, and the funniest thing is they could still win the West. They yes. could still win the division. Absolutely. And we could still face him in the championship, which would be hilarious because that would that's, be an easy dunk. And that's more of a testament to how <laughs> bad the Sun Belt West is yeah. now. I mean, with with Louisiana kind of, I mean, clearly going to regress next season. There's I, no Cajun fan I think could argue right now that next year's team is going to be as good as this no. year's. You no. lose Napier, Levi Lewis is gone, and a shit ton of your talent has mm-hmm. now exited. You've got you. Just, I mean, kind of identical to Coach Clark. This dude they just promoted, it's his first head coach experience. Yeah. So it's the first time he's in the driver's seat. He's been around the program, but it's gonna you're gonna have to learn. And the difference between Coach Clark is he literally inherited this program that stayed still. It it, it was it, it didn't change. Yeah. This dude gets promoted and a week later is everything's on fire. <laughs> It's chaos. Like, I don't even know if they can field a roster. I don't I, even know that that's 52, what I'm saying. Like, what, what's going on in like those meeting rooms or whatever? Like, <laughs> like those player only meetings. Yeah. Like, are you leaving? No. Yeah. Are, hey, are you hey, leaving? What, what are y'all guys? Are you leaving? <laughs> Coach, Am I leaving? <laughs> Coach Napier, call y'all. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, uh, Billy said he'd uh, call me. Um, y'all get a y'all get a phone call last night from a, <laughs> a Gainesville, Florida phone number. Coach Neighbor, he must have lost my number. I haven't heard from him. <laughs> <laughs> and the funniest thing is because I think there's still one one dude on the staff that Billy left. Everyone else is now in Florida. How do you think that one guy feels? Oh. You think he's kind of like, damn, fuck, like. He must, huh. What did he see in me that he didn't want? Like I, I could, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he don't want me, man. Why don't he want me? Why don't he want me? <laughs> he walks into the coach's locker room area at Louisiana, and it's it's like Fresh Prince, where Will Just walks into empty, the house and empty living room. Yeah, he looks around. <laughs> What's going on? So when we talk about the off season, you know, we talk about maybe la- this year was a disappointment. No championships, no bowl win, yada, yada, yada. It, next year is literally our year to like capitalize because our, yeah. arch, not, our yeah. arch nemesis is irrelevant for a couple years now. Yeah. For so a while. It's, it's really like you, you just got to take care of Coastal. You got to right. take care of your business in the East. And I, I don't, I mean, they'll still have Grayson McCall, but Coastal is not going to have. Is no, they've not they've they've uh they've lost some guys to the portal now too. Yeah, and and graduation yeah. And, and to the the draft. I mean, honestly, we may have to look out for Georgia State. Yeah, Georgia State, I could see really, really, really making a jump next year, mm-hmm. trying to capitalize off eight and four, winning seven out of their last eight games. Mm-hmm. I mean, Georgia State's a program big that bowl you win. Can't... They won by like thirty. Oh yeah, they. Who did they play? I think Ball State. Yeah, Ball State. I mean, they destroyed Ball State, which is a boring name for a school. Ball State. You know I don't care it, if that's your city. You know what it's named after? A ball? No, it's not. It, oh. Like it's not. <laughs> it's not Ball, Indiana. Whatever. Uh, it's in Muncie, Indiana. Okay. Was there a dude named Ball? The Jars. What are the Jars? Like the Ball, like like the Mason Jar Company. It's Ball. Yeah. They have a school it's there. What? Yeah. Is this real? This is real. I'm I'm, I'm gonna Google it right now to make sure I'm not like. I didn't know they had that much of an enterprise. I feel like mason jars are one of those things like everyone knows, but no one knows the brand of it. Uh, yeah, Ball State University is named in honor of the five Ball brothers who founded the institution in 1918. They also they had their money from the wow the, the jar the glass jar company. Ladies and gentlemen, when you listen to the Gold Room, you, you learn something. That's you a learn. fun fact. Yeah, it's yeah. Indiana is not known <laughs> as like the the Ball State. <laughs> No, it's just the ball. Instead brothers. of the Hoosier State, the Ball State. Actually, you know what? That that's kind of a uh, the Ball Brothers. You think? Mm. Like Ball State Junior. Like you think Lamelo and Lonzo and Leangelo could oh. like put together a maybe like a Ball State. Maybe that could. They, maybe they could be in like the next commercial for Ball State. Like, hey, <laughs> hi, I'm Lamelo Ball. Come to Ball State. And that'd be it. <laughs> I didn't go to college. I did. But you should. <laughs> Remember when he did that interview where he was like, school's not important. I don't know what school's about. And then afterwards, people were mad at him. He's like, I'm not saying if you want to be a doctor, don't go to school. Take your ass to school if you want to be a doctor. Yes, I, I'm a basketball player. <laughs> and you know what? That's like the attitude that like, you know what? You probably should There's nothing that. wrong like, with it. No. I mean, I mean dude Lamello, knows he like, wants to play basketball. Why, yeah. why bother going to school? You know? Yeah, like you know, you're gonna get paid somewhere. It's like Cardell Jones. We don't get paid to go to sc- play school. <laughs> well, I don't know. Cardell Jones out of the league, so he might have. That's true. He probably should have played school a little That's longer. That's true. <laughs> he said, "He said, if you want to be a doctor, take your ass to school." <laughs> <laughs> it's all about what your goals are. Mm-hmm. And, and the goals of the Cajun fans right now are to spray and pray. You know, just kind of ration up, 
build yourself a little bomb shelter and get ready for the next season. You know? Yeah, it's not gonna be a pretty one. I don't know what their I don't know what their schedule looks like for uh I'm excited, it's gonna be great for us. Cause we get them at home. Yeah, that's a home game for us the next year. And we'll probably host them in the championship. Or, well, is that guaranteed that we get them next year? Because that's not a... Oh, technically not. Yeah, because they're West. That would suck to not play them. E. But then again, Louisiana Coastal didn't okay, play. Okay, so they're, they're, uh, they're out of conference schedule is kind of a mixed bag. They get uh, Southeast Louisiana, which is FCS. Oh, they have a very winnable... Uh, then they get Eastern Michigan. Mm-hmm. Who's like their Eastern? Well, Eastern Michigan made a bowl this year, but you should you should beat. That's it's a home game. That's too. quite that's the trip. Then you well, get, keep in mind they should beat them with the team we we played, but the team that's going to be playing. I, we if can't you have... lose to Eastern Michigan, if you lose to a Mac school at home, like <laughs> even if you're depleted a little bit, like that's that's bad. Yeah. And then uh, the at Rice. Okay. Winnable, and then at Florida State. Yeah, they could win all of those. Florida State's the one where I'm kind of like, uh, like I get Florida State's not good. I get yeah. Mike Norvell's a bad coach. Like Florida State's bad. But do we think that this depleted version of Louisiana under a first-time head coach is going to travel to Florida State, which is one of the more hostile environments in college football, even if they're bad? And it's in Florida, so like you hit a barrier of COVID. Like it's in the yeah, air. yeah, yeah. yeah. You, half your team's going to be ineligible. Right. Once you fly over the border, it's, it's like the Bermuda Triangle, <laughs> yeah. but it's COVID. It's like a yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it just don't get tested. and You don't have it, so that's all good. Yeah, I don't know if they will <laughs> get tested, people. <laughs> I don't know if they'll win because the existing team under the existing staff, Louisiana could – I would bet money on them beating FSU. But as of now, we literally have no expectations. All their yeah. staff is gone. All their players are gone. I don't know. Now, then again, FSU is not that great. No, FSU's you know, not They good. have the same staff, but they're still kind of buns. A different breed of buns. A different breed of buns. <laughs> So I don't know. I'll, I'll. That's like their fourth game of the season. Uh, no, that game's not until mid-November. Oh, what? It's a late Power Five game. Yeah, it's November. I love those. It's November nineteenth. I love those. Getting yeah. to play South Carolina, like that. Late, that, that, that was, was probably yeah, awesome. Similar week that up was to awesome. that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess by that point we'll know if Louisiana is good or not, and you'll know whether Florida State's a yeah, you know, a three-win team or a seven-win team. Remember that random season opener where Florida State took Notre Dame to overtime it was yeah. just like storybook like yeah what happened like what the fuck happened like what that was it yeah like and they then bring they, in mckenzie they... milton is like oh my god he's back oh and then they lose to jacksonville state yeah, <laughs> yeah. hey future fbs team jacksonville that's true. state that's true i mean that they're going to be a cusa team mm-hmm. here in a little bit yeah along with uh central piedmont and um What's the other and one whoever else wants to jump into the, yeah, the conference USA. Sam Houston Sam Houston State, Sam Jacksonville Houston State. State. Liberty is going to Conference USA. And then we'll Are see. they? Yeah, Liberty's confirmed. And then there's a four, there's like a there's isn't a there another point. FCS? No, there's not another FCS. It's uh no, it's New Mexico State. Almost an FCS. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, they got they're 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 getting New Mexico State. Oh Lord. Which I mean kind of makes sense because you at least give UTEP 
a semi-close game now. But then you give everyone else a distance. An even further game. <laughs> game. <laughs> that, I, I, that's the biggest complaint, I feel like, for a lot of Conference USA schools is like, you got to travel to Utah. You're telling me the Liberty's going to New Mexico State for yeah, women's you, golf? Yeah. yeah. You Liber- you, you got <laughs> Liberty's going to have to travel all the way out there. Jackson State's traveling all the yeah. way out there. I mean, that's just like a big F you to the East Coast yeah. teams. For, like the, the cross-country teams. Are, yeah. yeah. They're, they're making the trip. Tennis. Two time zones over. Yeah. To run in the desert. <laughs> to go play the Aggies. <laughs> I mean, it's like almost like you got to double up and plan like a weekend where you play UTEP and New Mexico State. Like you got to play both on the same weekend. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if y'all just heard that, but <laughs> I tried to make it discreet. I tried to make it discreet. Um. Okay. So that's everything we got to talk about for Louisiana. Um. By the way, Louisiana. the audio at the beginning of this episode, uh, the Rage and Cajun review. Um, the, a podcast for Louisiana. They did like a Twitter Spaces, which is just an audio chat room. Had like six hundred listeners, which is it was awesome. unbelievable how many but people were in that. It was basically like a. I wonder if they got the idea from us when we did the venting after yeah. the championship game. Yeah, because I, I think they popped in for a little bit when we were doing ours. But good for them; they got six hundred listeners. Um, but a bunch of Florida fans were in there, which was great, and they were basically going back and forth, back and the forth. Debates. The debates. Cajun fans were pissed off. So I I sat in that room for like maybe forty five minutes with my hand up, like you can hit a button to like request. request. Yeah. And I'm in, I'm in our group chat with all our friends. And I'm like, if I get the mic, I'm going to flush the toilet. I'm going to flush on the stream. So I got the mic and I flushed once. And I was like, did y'all get it? They're like, no, it's too quiet. I was like, well, we heard it, but it was like, but I was talking while it flushed. You were talking while it flushed. It was super quiet in the background. Yeah. So like, if you weren't listening for it, you couldn't hear it. And yeah. then it was like, could, was that you? Was it someone right. else? Like, like I got to find a way to flush again. So. I didn't want to just blow up the stream and just get the mic and just flush. <laughs> you know what? I, I felt like that'd be disrespectful. Yeah. Whereas what I was more just, just like kind of like poking fun at him. Like a hee hee ha. Um, so I, I, I like talked NASA question. They responded. And then a, as I concluded my response, as you heard, big old flush. I damn near had my phone in the toilet. In yeah. the water. <laughs> it was dirty. And then they just kept moving on. Y'all yeah, didn't hear no, that clip. No one said it. Next question. They just kept moving. I wonder, I just wonder if the, if the Rage and Cajun reviews were like, what the, did he just, was that a toilet? Was he on the toilet? God damn it. <laughs> that comb boy back at it again. Um, by the way, everyone, the reason it's been a, a while since we recorded an episode was obviously with the holidays, but also I got COVID. I, I, uh, yeah, tested. Will wasn't doing what he was supposed to. He was, <laughs> I was, he was too. He was licking toilet seats, No, using you, public transportation. As you saw no on the Gold Room Twitter, I licked the energy drink fridge at Sheets, and that's what gave me COVID. Uh, it's a tradition of mine on road trips, and it will stop. I will not be licking wow. the energy drinks anymore. Wow. Wow. Uh, but yeah, I, got, um, I have the slow COVID... NC app, which is the an app that the state has that basically if you're in, it uses Bluetooth. So if you are in close contact with someone that tests positive, then it will notify you to get tested. And on New Year's Eve, it's like 6.30 p.m. I'm, I'm vibing, you know, drinking some Trulies, going crazy. And then record scratch. You've been high exposed. Kind of killed the vibes. It was like, damn, y'all couldn't wait 12 hours to send me this notification. So yeah, I, I tested as soon as I could. And I got, I think, Tuesday... Uh, it came back positive. So I just had a cold. Um, so I'm assuming it was the Omicron variant. Uh, I have no idea how I got it, but that just shows it spreads extremely easily. So be very careful. Wear your mask. Get vaccinated. Get your booster. Um, and if you test positive, then sit your ass at home. Do not spread that shit. Um, You're telling me I can't go out and 
Lick energy drink. <laughs> Lick <fridges>. energy drinks <laughs> if I test positive. <laughs> yes, if you test positive, you cannot lick anything. In your home, you can, sure. Go ahead. My rights. Not out in public, please. Wait wait until you're you're clear to lick the, the, the Constitution again. tells me I can do what I Let's want. Let's talk about basketball. <laughs> App State basketball, as of right now, is sixth in conference. Yep. Now, it's going to be kind of interesting this year because with COVID, we have already been affected by it. Justin Forrest had to sit out two games because he tested positive. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're very fortunate that it was only Justin and that no one else was like close contact or something like that. So that's fantastic. And we already played Louisiana, who had like nine players. We already played South Alabama, who had seven. So we will inevitably have games where we have seven players, eight players, yeah, nine players. There's, there, there's, yeah, there's no way that's not going to happen. Right. So if y'all don't know, the way it works this year, the Sun Belt is requiring if you have seven players and at least a coach available, mm-hmm. you have to play. You cannot forfeit. Because I, I guess last year at a certain point, if you only had so many, you'd be like, oh, we're just going to forfeit. Someone's like, nah, you playing, you playing. Yeah. Um, Doesn't matter what position they are. If you don't have right. any of your centers, fine. You're going to play. You're going to play six guards. Don't matter. You know, that's your rotation. And you have to play 80% of your schedule. And if you don't, then come conference tournament time, you're automatically seated at the bottom. Regardless of what, you could go undefeated, you, right. but you skipped You could have played games. 79% of your games and won all of them. And you're going. You're going to be the last seed, goodbye. 12 seed or whatever. Yeah. Or however much. Well, and that's already that's starting to affect some teams here. Mm-hmm. So we've played four conference games already: uh, Texas State and Georgia State, who are both two of who we thought going into the season were going to be better teams in the conference. For sure, they've only played one game. Yeah, and I think um, who's at I think someone whoever's at the top. Louisiana's at the top. They're three zero. Yeah, they, so they must game. have had they one game. One. They have, must have had one game, one conference game. Arkansas, Little Rock's one and one, so they must have lost a, a weekend. Yeah, basically. I mean, so there's there. I mean, Coastal's only played three games. Southern's played three. The only the only teams that have played the full four are uh, ULM's played four. We've mm-hmm. played four. Troy and Texas Arlington have played four, and that's it. Right. Everybody else has it has already lost a game. So I want everyone to – the reason we're, we're focusing on this is it, this is going to impact every team. Guaranteed, yeah. there will be a game where we do not have enough players. It's just – again, like me personally getting COVID, I, I've been extremely careful for all 3,000 years of this pandemic. Yeah. I've worn my mask damn near the entire time. He's only kissed like five or six strangers. Right, right. And I haven't kissed my girlfriend at all. No, only, only strangers. strangers. So, like, to me, I have, I still don't know any, I have no idea how I got it. But that just shows how easy it is, it is to get. And especially when you're in a team environment, you're practicing every day, you're in the weight room. If one person has it, you don't know you have it for several days. I think it's, I think on day five of exposures when it's, like, the easiest to detect. So, you can go one day, two day, three days without even having a reason to test. And you're just spreading in the weight room, whatever. Mm-hmm. Come game day boom, nine people are, are positive and they're asymptomatic or whatever. So we will almost de- guaranteed have games canceled because of us not being able to field players and because of other teams. So this 80% threshold could legitimately come into play come the end of the season. There may legitimately be top teams that, yeah. that I mean, automatically it, go to the bottom. That's what I'm saying. Like Since Georgia State and uh, Georgia State has already lost three games, uh, Texas State's already lost three games, mm-hmm. 
I mean, I don't know the exact number to, to hit 80%, but if they lose any more, they're in real danger Probably. of auto, automatically dropping to... Non-conference is, what, 12 games? There's, uh, I think it's 16. 16 non-conference games? I think, yeah, it's 32 games total. Because I think, what, a perfect season is 40-0? and 0? No, I think it's 32-0. and 0. No, because I, I thought Kentucky that one year, I thought they had shirts that were like 40-0, 40-0. Cause I think that's if they had won all their tournament games too. Like bet- That's what I'm talking about. Between that might be with like conference tournament plus okay. NCAA okay. tournament. Like it's 40 games. Right. 40 games would get you a national championship. So yeah, I mean if you get five canceled, you may be in danger. Like you that may be the eighty percent. That might let me let me let me just do, do crunch some numbers yeah, over you there. Talk for I, I, I'll uh, yeah, I'll yeah, uh, you, you carry the podcast the, a little bit here. Uh, yeah. Um. So I think that's a little bit of. It's hard to strategize, so to speak, around these like expecting these difficulties with COVID. But that's why I mean we beat South Alabama, who I think obviously was not at full power. They only had seven players available, and they only they only played six. So. That seventh guy on the bench who still didn't get into the game, all love to him, man. I know he works hard in the weight room, and I know he's got a good GPA, but he's obviously not got the hoops. Um, obviously, South Alabama is not at full power, and I expect them to be a top-four team in, in the tournament. They are like the transfer portal gods for the Sun Belt, and probably for mid-majors everywhere. I mean, Coach uh, Riley is doing witchcraft when it comes to the transfer portal down there. So getting to beat them... I don't want anyone discrediting that win. Oh, we only had seven players. Yeah, okay. We probably only have seven players next week. You know, like that's how yeah. likely it is we're going to have these cancellations. So winning these games that when people are shorthanded are a must. And that's why when we lost to Louisiana, when they only had nine players available on the road and we were only down Justin Forrest, that was an abysmal loss because we cannot afford those opportunities to, to be missed. Justin Forrest tested positive just before that that first conference opener, and I do think we we were off mentally. I think, and I don't know how last minute it was, maybe like thirty minutes or an hour, so it wasn't like before tip off. Justin can't play, but probably there's an element of damn, like do I have COVID? Like if Justin just tests positive, like do I have it? I, I was just you know New Year's holidays. I was maybe at a party or with family. And then our player, our best player just got it. Like, damn, do I have it? Now do I have to be careful? I think that shows. We, we lost 55 to 71 against, like, the practice squad. And so that, yeah. that was a bad loss, and we can't afford that. But then we went on to beat Monroe, which is good because Monroe is very good this year. So I'm glad we, got, we won that. Then we go to beat South Alabama, which is great. And then a pretty bad loss to Troy uh, just yesterday, uh, 53 to 68. So I'm telling you, the Troy staff has some type of blackmail on Coach Kearns because we cannot beat those dudes. We're well, one in four. Or is something in that arena? like Something. We're one in four against them in, over the last two seasons. Which is insane. And it sucks because now this year they're good. Last yes. year they, <laughs> yeah, last year they were buns. Yeah, they're on a big win streak now. Yeah, so now... Best start in their program in 18 years. Really? Yes, yeah, so it's their best start in 18 years or 11-5. and five. So now our nemesis is good, <laughs> which is not bold I well. Mean, I mean, <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's probably better than last year where... Our, our nemesis on the court was awful. and <laughs> I guess, but come conference tourney time, you probably aren't going to play them because we were middle of the pack and they were the bottom. Like the seeding, we yeah. probably had a low chance of playing them. Yeah. But now that they're good, 
They could literally get a first round bye, bye. and yeah. only have to do the a play in, in the second round to play Troy. Yeah, <laughs> that's the nightmare scenario. Um, so what what were you crunching? You, you were looking so, up some stuff. So there are uh, eighteen conference games. So the num you have to play fifteen. You have to play fifteen. Wow! If you play any less than that, you're out. You're going to the bottom. So Georgia State is one game away already. They've only played one conference game. They played one conference game. Yes, Georgia State and Texas State. Wow! Cannot lose another game. So one more well, cancel, and they're at the bottom wait, of hold the on, bracket. Assholes, we'll do the math. Uh, one to get uh, to the four uh, square root. Is that right? Uh, you lose three or four. Yeah, I think, yeah, if you lose four, you're out. Because you Damn. have to play 15. Shoot. So, 16, yeah. You ha- yeah, you have to. If they lose, tough. If they lose one more game. And conference started two weeks ago. Yes. If they lose one more game, either of them. And that it, like, and that's the thing that Loki might suck for them is they could have a game scheduled against someone and it's not their fault and it gets canceled. Like mm-hmm. the other team's the one that has the problems. Right. And that's another thing. The seeding is based off win percentage. Yes. It's not your win record. So it's accounting for games being canceled. So that could be tough because Texas State is a phenomenal team, but they could hypothetically end up the bottom seed in the tournament. Same with Georgia State. And then you have to go four days, four wins. Right, right. No, no, no. This year, they do have spaces. Oh, okay. There's different. Okay. Yeah, which is good. But – if you've had that many games canceled, you you may not have that chemistry you need. Exactly, for a, like you, a, a you're losing conditioning, run. you're losing yep. chemistry. There's a bunch of, especially if it happens late. I guess mm-hmm. you could recover if I mean for Texas State and Georgia State, you know, you lose your first three games. Yeah, I mean that's not exactly that big of a deal. If you start, if you get to like late February and you miss two weeks, like yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's like we did. Yeah, like year. we did last year. Yeah. We went we, from playing Georgia State to we didn't play again until right before the tournament. I think we it was Southern. We had those two against Southern in the tournament, right? Yeah. We had two games against Georgia Southern, and then we were— I think so, yeah. So, yeah, that—and this is even more of a reason that we cannot afford to be losing these games the way we're losing. No. We're, we're going—I I don't know for sure. I think we made eight baskets in the second half against Troy. Eight. Eight shots yeah. went through the hoop. Yeah. That's terrible. We were getting held up by getting to the free throw line. Literally, we stayed in that game for a while because we at the free throw line, and absolutely basketball does not win games Mm-mm. at the free throw no, line. No, 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 no. If we get to that point, there's a problem. No. So it's like it's so tough. When when we're in a season that has this much uncertainty and the, the conference tournament bracket could not reflect the actual talent of these teams – you have to capitalize whenever possible. Yeah. Because Georgia State could be the bottom seed and not at all be worthy of the bottom seed. No. But that's where they wind up. So they the bracket up, yeah. is going to be all over the place. Yeah. You know, usually you're like, oh, we're the whatever seed. Oh, we got to play the number two seed. Oh, it's going to be tough. Two seed two, could two, be. Yeah. Two seed could be a team that's like. <laughs> that's ha- like, all right. You know, fine. I mean. Yeah. That That's just how it plays out with the uncertainty. Yeah. So It's just going to depend on how many teams are. are yes. So we can't be losing to a, a nine-player Louisiana by like fifteen or twenty. We we can't be losing to to Troy by what fifteen points. Like yeah, it, we have to be more competitive. Yeah. than this and now well, we, and that's we can't go streaks without scoring. Right. 
And now we play Coastal back to back, which is interesting that they scheduled it. Like yeah, this. yeah, that's that's super weird to me. It's a Thursday, Saturday, Thursday at home, Saturday away. Yeah, and again, Coastal is a bit of a rival when it comes to basketball, and Coastal is very good. Yeah, they, they there have been some heated they games. Stomped uh, South Carolina this year at home. Which South Carolina, it's not like South Carolina is no, some not very good. pedigree program, but no. says you see. They also beat the crap out of ULM. They, yeah. they beat ULM by 30. Right. So And that's a team that we only beat by what? Oh, and then after we go Coastal, Coastal, and then Georgia State. So that's a that's tough not yeah three games. Well, right but there. again, though, it's you know, you don't know where Georgia State's at right now, having spent so much time off. And the one conference game they played, they lost. So it could be to our advantage if we can play them early before they yeah, get their mojo. If, 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 well, because especially for us too, you got to think after we had that you know two week break mm-hmm. last season, we were flat for a minute. Mm-hmm. It took us a while to get back up. To Remember speed. The, the, those two games against Georgia Southern? <clears throat> we won that game. I think we were literally down forty points. Yes, I mean it was, and we came back and won. And the next day we tried the same thing. I didn't and work. No, we got we got. Clubbered. Yeah, because of Jake Paul on Georgia Southern. I don't know if he's still there, but they had a bunch of dudes leave. <laughs> they did. I think they did have a lot of they people. Have transfer. a lot of people go out because they, they switched coaches or new coach. Last year they got a new coach. Yeah, and so that this is his second season yeah. going into this. Um, so I don't know. I, I I I still interesting watching the team this year. They're still we're still trying to find that that magic that 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 thing to make it click like it did in in the tournament because when we were in the tournament we were a good basketball team we were not winning games by flukes we didn't we weren't on this like god himself was guiding us through we were a good Good, team yes it played good team basketball yes and we haven't been able to recapture that even with the same roster on the floor Mm -mm. and that's there's been times where i mean some things are different i mean if you look statistically as a team, we are not as efficient this season mm. as we were last nope. season. And you can tell it just by watching. No. I mean, well, and you can tell by the stats, too. I mean, Justin Forrest is shooting 19% from three this year. Mike's yeah. efficiency rating is, I, I don't know where he ranks on the team right now, but I know before this weekend slated games, he was about 12th on our roster as far as efficiency rating. Yeah. He finished last year at five, which is really good for the amount of volume he was shooting at. Right. This year those shots aren't going in just nope. shots aren't going in the same way it's a it's a damn good thing that delph is having a career I was gonna say, year statistically if you look at the stats you can tell delph has is what has kept us in yeah. a lot of i think he's games. the second leading scorer in the Sun Belt. yeah so imagine if delph just played like he did last year which was still great yeah and then justin and mike are, are in the slump I mean, we're not winning anything. We're no. literally not winning games. No, we're not close to the five. We're, so, we're, we're what, one game under 500? I think so. Or maybe at 500. No, we, we were at 500 before we played okay. Troy. We're one game under 500 yep. now. We're 8-9. So, Delph, so far, is the MVP of the season. He is, like, the reason yep, we I, are near well, 500. Oh, and I think, yeah, we're, we're almost at the halfway point of the year. Um, Delph is the MVP of the season, and CJ Huntley's most improved player. And it's not, oh, it's not oh, close. Yeah. It's out, not close. Hey, shout out old CJ. CJ Huntley Dropping has 20 on his birthday. Up. Yeah, he, he's come through big. He has become a presence under the hoop for the Mm -hmm. longest time from fox to kearns we would have big old boys that stood under the hoop and would bounce the ball off the backboard into their face yes like they they would they were there (laughs) because they were six foot ten and 300 pounds and whacking the ball off the backboard right now 
You've got 6'10 CJ Huntley. Mobile. He can go up for rebounds. He's got a little three-point arc shot, a little three-pointer. He is a presence. Yeah. He's he's an athlete. And and <gasps> he is quickly becoming year over year, he is much improved already. Yes. Just into the season. Well, from the start of the season to now. He's a sophomore. He's a true uh-huh. sophomore right now. So you gotta think. I mean, how how much better are we gonna get when we get upperclassmen CJ Huntley? Right. And now he's finally getting consistent minutes he's getting his time you know mm-hmm. and he, he's played very very well yeah very, year over well. year over year getting him more and more weight on in the off season more and more muscle and he just keeps improving his skill the way he's doing it yeah he's gonna be present he's gonna be like he's gonna be old faithful or reliable oh <laughs> got a little geyser reference That's in right i'm today. a big geyser guy big geyser head yeah so in closing um i'd say basketball has been a journey to watch so far this year yes we are all waiting to turn the corner there's moments where we feel like we're there that we i got my swagger back yes but then it goes away very quickly yes moments where you think the slump is over for some guys and then nah slump's still here so i'm gonna keep rocking with them we're going to keep on watching. We're going to keep supporting. You know, this season is going to be bizarre for so many teams due to mm-hmm. COVID, just what's going on right now. So, I mean, anything can happen here in this back half of the season. Yeah. Anything is possible. Anything's possible. <laughs> That's why Kearns and Co. needs to keep these, te- these these dudes motivated. Yeah. Like, literally tell them the record does not matter mm-hmm. with as much uncertainty and, and the likelihood that people are going to have games Got canceled. Games, you know, it's, it, all that matters is the tournament. Right. Just play your best ball yep. and win as many games as possible, and the record will take care of yeah, that come, that, come bracket We'll time. worry about that at that point. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, so that's where we're at. We covered a lot. Louisiana is a dumpster fire. Uh, we aren't. <laughs> yes. Thank, <laughs> thankful for that. Um, get your vaccine, wear your mask. Uh, if, if you test positive, don't go outside. I mean, you will go outside, but just, you know, don't, you know, kiss people. Drive um, fast, take chances. No, no. <laughs> uh, if you do, that's on Parker. That's not on me. I condemn, I condemn this comment. If anybody actually like went out and drove fast and took chances and said the gold room podcast told In me the to. In the ICU, all his, like the, like the glass bones and, and paper skin yeah. guy and SpongeBob. The gold room said drive fast. It ain't me. It's ha- one half of the gold room. The first half, just the go. And I'm the old room. And that's I'm him. the good. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else? Anything else you want to add real quick? Um, no, not really, man. Okay. Uh, hopefully Matt Rule's not the Panthers coach come tomorrow, but I think we all know he will be. Uh, rule in, is there like a, a little saying we can say? Rule out. No. Because then that means he's leaving. Oh. He's not. Get your rulers. Uh, rule. Under rule. Under rule. Bowling and rule. No. In the episode. Just cut it there. Uh, Cut, 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 cut. (laughs)